Hi, this is Andrew from the FundingGuru.com website, where we focus on helping entrepreneurs and founders start, grow, and fund their businesses. Now, I record these podcasts while I'm multitasking. What I actually do is find 30 minutes every day where I focus on the questions that people have asked of me and the, the key issues that I've been focused on during the day. And in that time, I take my dog for a walk, I turn off all cell phones, all distractions, and I focus on those questions. So it's quite possible that during the podcast, you'll hear outside noises. In other words, I'm walking outside, it's possible you'll hear cars, buses, uh, tractors, helicopters, fire engines, all sorts of crazy things, because as ever, it's about the content and not about being stuck in a sound booth somewhere with a script just reading from it. This is real stuff from the hip without any form of safety net or script. So come on into the first podcast and uh, join in, listen, and by all means, ask me any questions via andrew at thefundingguru.com after the podcast. So reach out, connect with me, and let's see if there's some way we can help you start, grow, and fund your business. So that's Andrew from thefundingguru.com. Let's go into the podcast. Thanks. Hi there. So I'm currently working with uh, a number of entrepreneurs, as we've discussed, and what I like to do is to just take you through some of the insights I'm gaining and lessons I'm learning, uh, and they are too by working together. And maybe they'll be useful to you, and uh, although they may not be directly relevant, maybe if you actually think them through a little, you'll see how you can gain from some of the insights. So I'm currently working with a guy who has a software company. He's the founder of a software company, B2B. In other words, his software helps other companies. And it really does have the potential to make a significant difference to these companies in terms of how they do business, how they manufacture uh, the processes and so on. Uh, it's around uh, kind of automation, automation of processes which are involving both machines and people. So he has the potential based on the software and uh, how he kind of impacts the market of developing a a significant business. I can quite easily envision how his company will be worth, you know, fifty to hundred million dollars in the next three to five years. Now he has a challenge, which is as part of the process of of trying to get market traction. You know, trying to get traction in the marketplace. He has gone out and he sold his software uh, to the first few customers very, very inexpensively. And it's not the just—it's uh, not the kind of software that you can just give them a disk and walk away and say, "There you go, put it on your machines, and you're done." <coughs> Excuse me. It's literally the kind of software which requires him to, or him and his team, to come into the organisation and adapt it. Uh, to the companies that are that are buying software, so he uh, sold the first you know few customers uh, on the software. They love it. Uh, it's really going to make a difference to their business, uh, and it's taking somewhere in the region of about uh, four to six months to put that software into the organisation and then train the organisation on using it and uh, gaining the benefits of it. Now, that's not 
uh, unusual when it comes to enterprise-wide uh, software. Uh, anyone that's been involved in, uh, you know, enterprise class software knows that, uh, you know, it takes a few months to put into the organization. And then on top of that, you need to train them on using it and potentially ad adapt the company uh, and the processes of, of what that company does and how it does it to the new software and vice versa. Now, Normally, we would be quite happy about this because, you know, he's he's a new person or a new company in the industry. Uh, he's sold a couple of customers, and uh, on the top of that, on top of that, he's also got consulting dollars or consulting revenue from implementing that software in the organisations. But the challenge is, uh, in my opinion. He hadn't worked through the business model. He hadn't worked through how he was making money. Um, it was he was just very very keen to to get the first couple of customers. Now that's great. That makes a lot of sense to get the first few testimonials and the first few kind of happy customers under his belt. But he now needs to change his business model to the point where uh, when he talks to a potential customer about the software and the benefits. He gives them a price that's going to allow him to do the work and pay other people, whether it's employees or third parties, to, to, to do it, rather than closing the business himself and then spending himself the next six months with one or two other people to implement the software. So the kind of, so that's the kind of general, uh, problem that, w that we're having to address or he's having to address. And I think this has relevance to other markets and other businesses in the sense that, one, he's trying to get into the market by being very, very competitively priced, uh, even to the point where he's making very little money. And, you know, we've talked about that to some degree in other podcasts. That's sometimes necessary to uh, penetrate the market. But... He is working probably about 60 to 80 hours a week. Uh, he's going nuts and he just doesn't have the bandwidth or the, the mind share or the energy to go and close additional customers. And on top of that, if he does close additional customers, unless he changes his bus business model uh, significantly from what it is now, He's not going to be able to afford to start building his company. He is always going to be the one running around uh, doing a, a, you know, a significant amount of hours. Uh, he's always going to be the, the one who is responsible for delivering the key elements of that product to the customer. And what do we call that? Well, that is what we call a job. I mean, right now, although he's the uh, you know the the name on the door, and although he owns uh, shares of the company and uh, and so on, he is basically the prime uh, employee, and he doesn't have enough money because of the deal he struck to employ other people. So he is, you know, uh, he is literally the only full-time employee, and he has a few other folks who are working part-time. Now that, when you are getting paid, you know, hour by hour, day by day, um, and you're the only one, 
and you're not able to delegate to anyone and you're not able to leverage other resources, uh, that's called a job. So, and you know, there's nothing wrong with having a job, but ultimately he wants to be a founder of a company. He wants to build that company. He wants to be able to create leverage points of other resources and to be able to scale it. And the only way he's going to be able to scale it is by having a business model that allows him to, A, deliver a significant amount of value to a wide number of customers. And at the moment, he doesn't have the resources to do that. And B, he needs a business model that not only allows him to deliver deliver the value to the customers, but allows him to make enough money so that he can invest in the resources and the experienced staff and the infrastructure so that he can expand his operations to more and more customers. So by all means, he needs to, you know, penetrate the market and he's been competitively priced to do that. But he now needs to think, now he's got some testimonials and some customers happy about how he refines his business model so that he can actually afford to build a business on the back of those first few customer successes. And it doesn't matter what business you're in, what industry you're in, um, you'll probably find yourself in a similar situation when you're just starting out with your business or if you're just moving into a new market uh, or a new industry, even if you're a, you know, you've got a, your own industry in your own particular uh, market right now, if you're looking to expand into other markets, other geographies and so on, uh, a lot of people tend to do so by competitively pricing themselves versus the competition. Now, one of the things we should get into, maybe not today's podcast, but uh, maybe a subsequent one, is the idea of not competing in a, uh, in a direct way with existing competition in a new market, but determining how to create a blue, you know, a blue sea, uh, what's called a blue sea, a new, a new perspective, a new angle, a new uh, market within a market. And we can get into that at a subsequent podcast. But I just wanted to kind of talk through uh, this entrepreneur scenario that I'm currently working on and see if that's helpful for you. Because, you know, by all means, try and get business. But ultimately, that business needs to allow you to not only deliver value to the customer, but ultimately invest in your own business so that you can, A, expand the number of customers you deliver that value to, and B, allow you to do so without you as the founder and the core linchpin of the business multiplying your hours to the number of customers you have. In other words, you're not looking for you know, one customer that takes up 20 hours of your time and then two customers that takes up 40 hours of your time uh, and multi- you know, keep multiplying it out until you literally cannot sleep. You are looking for a business model that allows you to focus on the core elements of the business, you know, maybe that's interacting with new customers and getting new customers on board. Maybe that's dealing with potential investors. Maybe that's getting uh, key recruits through the door, you know, key executives. It's setting the vision for the business. It's, de- it's setting the strategy for the business. It's figuring out where you need to be in 12 months time, in two years time, in three years time. It is not doing all of the jobs, including you know, washing the dishes and emptying the trash cans uh, every hour so that, you know, you can have a job uh, that is not 
uh, really running a business, but is just, uh, you know, you're an employee in your own company. Now, I'm not suggesting that employees are a bad, <laughs> are a bad thing, but I am suggesting that you need to uh, focus on the key value that you can deliver and to determine how to get a business model that allows you to bring other resources on board so that you can allow those resources that have areas of expertise above and beyond yours to deliver that value to those customers. So that's it. That's today's podcast. If you have any questions, shoot me a note, andrew at thefundingguru.com. Um, and I look forward to your emails and your comments. I really do you know, appreciate the, the amount of emails and comments I get on a daily basis. Uh, I try to respond to all of them. So, you know, feel free to shoot me a note. I always uh, do my best to respond. All right, that's it. Have a great uh, evening and uh, catch up with you tomorrow. Bye. Thank you for coming along to our podcast. And remember, you can come by the fundingguru.com website forward slash events to find out what events we have focused on starting, growing and funding your business. And as always, reach out to me at andrew at thefundingguru.com if you want to connect directly, if you have any questions or need any help. Many thanks. Bye.